W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American window machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Get it to 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. Welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Oh, the Farley Pounder. <laughs> What's going on? We're back. <laughs> yeah. And you know we're going to be doing some more pounding here this week. No doubt about it. UFC fight night. It's our, it's our favorite. we got to talk UFC. We always hop into the octagon. I don't care what others are betting <laughs> on, but we're betting on it. We're and, betting on UFC. And dude, you've been killing it. No uh, doubt. Whether it's boxing or UFC, you, you, you pick some winners here. I love combat sports. <laughs> it's what I do. Uh, I don't fight, but I like to watch people fight and i like to bet on it as well and we are bringing the nation (laughs) here to nebraska the road to omaha has begun yes sir ncaa baseball the regionals have been set had so many uh you know teams kind of prop up and win yep Uh, a lot of upsets Mm -hmm. so that has set the table for an intriguing bracket here. The final 64 games beginning this week in regional play. Yeah, this Friday is going to be, you know, one of those days at the office where all those regionals are going uh, (laughs) on at the same time. Oh, my boss isn't listening. But, uh, yeah, all those regionals going on at the same time, uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. It's so fun when there's so many games that you can pick from and uh, go go from there. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those times where, you know what, there's enough playing where you can kind of bet with your heart you yeah. don't have to stick with your head just have some fun exactly with it. <laughs> and yeah you don't have to throw a lot of money on it but you can you know with all these games you can really make some really fun parlays going forward uh you know if there's you know 32 games in a day you can pick, yeah, yeah you can usually pick four winners out of that and be pretty good with it you know and like we're always saying stay within your budget stay yeah. within your bankroll and have fun with of it course. you know what i mean uh and there's so many like we're talking about those upsets yeah and there's so many We'll call them undercards. Yeah, you know that are still alive that are putting. I feel like a favorable situation. We'll dive into that later of on. Of course. Uh, but there's there's some there's some picks to be made here. No doubt about it. We so love it. Let's start with fight night. Yes, here, sir. UFC uh, back in Las Vegas, right? Yep, at the Apex in Las Vegas, June fourth uh, this weekend, and uh, got a couple really really good fights here, Andy. We got Mavsar Evlov and Dan Inge to, uh, to do the okay. co-main event here. And uh, Evlov is fifteen and zero. And, so and Evlov, he's climbing the ranks. He's yes. ranked. He's the thirteenth yep. uh, contender in the world here uh, from Russia. Yeah, Mother Russia. Mother Russia. <laughs> Obviously, his last couple of fights were a win since yep. he's fifteen and zero. Yeah, the hundred and forty five pounder. Uh, yeah, tough to bet against this guy. Yep. However, he's going against fifty k. Uh, Dan Dan Inge, the yep. American. And yeah, and Dan Inge is still, you know, 50K. You don't get that uh, name without it, you know, with some story behind it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's 15 and 5, too, Andy. So these guys have won the same amount of fights in the UFC, but uh, Evlov has not lost yet. The one thing that really goes into this fight is that 
if Inj has any or 50k has any chance of winning this fight, mm-hmm. he has to knock him out because Evlov. The only thing that he's done in the UFC so far is won by decision. Yeah, uh, no knockdowns. So he's a really good wrestler. He's really good all, at all that, but he still, you know, really doesn't get submissions or anything like that. He kind of just gets Hangs you in up. that. He gets you in that, you know, grappling phase, and yeah. you can't get out of it. So if uh, Danny can, you know, figure out a way to, you know, mix it up with him and stay on his feet a little bit, stay on could, his feet, he could swing this fight, you know, in his direction and make, you know, uh, Evlov kind of throw shots with him. And I saw some of the shows like that where that's what they were hitting on. It was like, Inge has got to stay on his feet. Yeah. He cannot get into that grappling, wrestling mode with Evlov. Otherwise, he's just going to drag it out and probably win by decision. Exactly. And, and that's why you're seeing this line at a, a minus 400 for Evlov mm-hmm. is because everybody thinks it's just going to be that slow fight. He's going to get on top of him, which I think the... That's the tail of the tape. I think the the line is honestly fair. I don't mind using that, that minus 400 in like a parlay leg or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Um, but the easiest way to get a better price on him is to take Evlov by decision, which will you know probably be at minus 150, mm-hmm. or you might be able to get it yeah. all the way down to minus 125, which is going to be a really good piece for anybody or just a straight bet because that's what he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at the measurables, and it's kind of uh, surprising when you just first glance at it. You're 15 and 0. Yeah. And your average knockdown per 15 minutes is zero. Zero. Oh, how? I've never heard of him. Yeah. No, he, he's a he's a strange fighter, but uh, like you said, he's climbing the rankings, and you know, it's you know, maybe it's not that exciting, but it's exciting to win. You know what else is ridiculous? His average fight time is 15 minutes. Exactly. All three rounds. All three <laughs> yeah. times. Five minute rounds for three times. I mean, you'd think you'd at least get a submission in there or some kind of a knockout, just you know, that would that would skew that and at least bring it down to fourteen and a half or you know, no. No. Fifteen. Takes minutes. you down. Is his average right? Takes you down, sits on you, wastes the fifteen minutes, yeah. takes his trophy home. Yeah, uh, not a lot of strikes per minute, not a lot of strikes absorbed per yeah. minute either. So uh yeah, definitely a different style of fighter exactly. than uh, what we're used to seeing as far and as the headliners. Exactly. In UFC. And, I, and he probably hasn't fought anybody like fifty K yet. You know, mm-hmm. just think about that, people, with that plus three ten for uh Danny fifty K, that's really good value. It and is it's it's not like he hasn't won fights before and he has the punching punching power to really End this, or right. if, if it's if it's uh, going back and forth, he can gain momentum really quick with a couple of those big shots. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going up and down the tail of tape here yeah. and grappling. Uh, Evlov is averaging four per 15 minutes, <laughs> yeah. and Inge is like 1.3. Exactly. No, so he doesn't do totally that. Totally different styles yep. here, and it's who's going to be able to enforce their will on the other? Yep. You know, is Evlov going to be able to shoot it and get in there, get on the middle of his legs, and take yeah. Inge down, or not? And that's really where you're. Where your bets got to yep. come from? What, who do you believe in most, Inge or climbing the ranks? This Russian? Yeah. No. Obviously, I like Inge's <laughs> style better. You know me. I like the you know heavy hitters and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But I think the most likely outcome, which I will be throwing money on, is Evlov to win this by decision. He's it, it's going to be a three yeah. round fight again. Right. It's going to be another fifteen, 15 minute minutes fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm taking Evlov. At probably at that minus 150 to win by decision. Okay, so that's the second card of yep. the night. Uh, let's get to the main event. Yep, the Drago <laughs> versus Biggie Boy. I mean, these are some good nicknames. Yeah, very good <laughs> nicknames. Ale- Alexander Volkov, which is Ivan Drago the second, mm-hmm. and uh, Yarzino Rosenstrike, which is Biggie Boy. Yeah. Uh, again, he's a big a, dude. Our main event here is a matchup this weekend is a you know classic. 
style clash again. Yeah, these again. are heavyweights, man. One, one excels at winning rounds, and one largely depends on winning by knockout. Yeah, uh, you know, and you can probably figure out who Rosenstrike is a striker. Yeah, it's <laughs> He's in his a name, big boy. Um, I mean, I love comparing this guy to Derek Lewis. He is literally <laughs> the epitome of him. They win by knockout. They don't care about anything else, right. and they are going to knock your freaking block off. So Rosenstruck, Biggie boy, he wins ninety-two percent of his fights by knockout. Yes. And he's twelve and three. He's twelve and three, and he's at plus money right now, Andy. Mm, he's at plus money. I'm okay. Alexander Volkov though is one of the best kickboxers in the heavyweight division. He's also one of the most consistent round winners. Uh, which you know, if you get a matchup that's kind of a standstill, yeah. that really helps you out. Right, that you right. win those first couple rounds, or you win the third round uh, in a five round fight. It, it usually goes to who won this round, who won this one. So Alexander, for as you know, much knockout power that he doesn't possess, he wins rounds, right. and it really shows on the scorecard at the end of the night. And Volkov, I mean, he's kind of is an interesting guy because he's six yeah. seven. Yeah. I mean, he's very tall, exactly. two fifty three. He's eleven pounds heavier yeah. than Rosenstruck. I mean, but if you just look at a side by side picture, you don't think that. No, you know, it's that six seven frame <laughs> that he's filling out. And you're you're thinking, oh boy, Rosenstruck is gonna demolish this dude. Exactly. But you bring the kickboxing yeah. into play. You, you bring the uh, octagon presence, yeah. if you will. Yep. He can move around a little bit, and that's gonna lead Rosenstruck to kind of chase him around a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you make one wrong step with those guys, he can get, get their feet up in the face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, well, no, what, like, what are you leaning on on this one? Because no, I, I like this. Once again, we have a <laughs> huge cron- contrast yeah. here. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, I, I'm probably going to go on the side of the round winner. That's clearly Volkov. He, like you said, he's five inches taller. At least, uh, at least he's five inches taller and a couple inches over him on reach. So that's yeah, gonna yeah. with the reach with uh, you know Rosenstruck, he really needs that. <laughs> he really needs that because yeah, he um, does. He's, he's got to get in. He's yep. got to get in. And he will get in the fight that he wants to be in. That Volkov doesn't usually get himself in. Uh, bad situations, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he can go down to the ground with you. He is that much taller than everybody, and he has that reach on everybody. So he tries to just keep you at where you're at until he right. wants to take you down or until he wants to kick you in the face. So I am going with Volkov here. Uh, it's 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 really pretty good odds here at a minus one sixty. So That's not I, bad. I really like it. I really like it for one parlay uh, parlay piece, Andy. At that okay. one, at that minus one sixty, and I'd probably uh, parlay it with the Evlov. Uh, winning by decision and really jack that up. And I was going to say that's where you can really create some value, really yep. help your odds out. As far as if you're going to put some some a wager out there, this is a good way to compile that. Yep. That that type of money, that type of bet, and this is pretty evenly matched. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we have a contrast here, but this is the number seven contender versus the number eight contender. Yeah. And this is how UFC does it. They find these matchups, and it's so much fun. And you're like, wow, I don't know what's going to happen on this one. I mean, we have some pretty good hardcore stats here to. We kind of know what to yeah, expect. of course. But you don't know how the chips are going to no, fall No, you don't. Here. And we talk about this every week about here's a guy that's been here all this time, and mm-hmm. here's a rising star in the company. So Volkov, I don't even think we talk about this. He's 34-10. and 10. He's yeah. fought 44 times in the UFC. Yeah. And uh, Rosenstruck is only 12-3, and three, so only 15 fights, but winning a majority of them, right. and a majority of them by knockout. So... If Volko <laughs> loses, so it, it will likely come in the form of uh, an early knockout, which is you know in the heavy heavyweight division never never an outcome that I'll dismiss. But you can actually 
You can actually get uh, Volkov at a minus one fifty, and you know stuff right there. Uh, I just, I just really like the value with that play. Yeah. Um, because I think a majority of the rounds he will win, and I think this is probably going to go the full, full. Well, and that's five this is ridiculous too. So I mean, with his thirty-four and ten, yeah, forty-four fights, his average fight time is fourteen minutes twenty-six seconds. Yeah. So like we we're talking about previously, yep. he strings these fights out, and that is not what Rosenstruck wants to do. No. And he might get himself in harm's put himself in harm's way Trying if he to tries. Do that. To, yeah, if he tries to force the issue, and he knows that. Yeah. He knows that he you better not. Misstep exactly. If you're going to get in there and try and land a big right or an uppercut left or whatever, look out because but, yep, you know the defense is coming. Exactly. And one thing, Andy, that I do want to throw in there: if you guys are on Biggie Boy, if you want Rose, if you think Rosenstruck has an advantage here, you think he's younger, you think mm-hmm. he has, he's mm-hmm. more powerful, which he probably is. All those things, I wouldn't be playing Rosenstruck at his current uh, plus one thirty money line. I would look to bet him at the plus one eighty by TKO because okay. if he wins. It's going to be by this. He is yeah. not just going to win. He's going to win by knockout if he wins. Uh, th- He's won it, 0% of his fights by submission, 92% by KO. Exactly. And he, he doesn't win decisions either because he doesn't win rounds. Mm-mm. He wins punches. He yeah, wins yeah. one punch, you're dead. You know, that's what I'm after. That's what you're after. So yep. if you can find this, at, if you're behind him and you, you can see this at plus 180, even on fight night getting closer to 200 plus 200, yeah. grab it if you're behind him because you're going to get good value out of it. I, I just, like that plus money. You know I like that plus money. Exactly. But I just think that uh, Drago is the better fighter, the okay. more experienced fighter, and he wins rounds. Tough to argue with that. There you have it, folks. Is yes, that sir. Your, is that a lock? That that's probably my lock of the. That's my lock there of the week. Is definitely. Yeah, uh, I kind of had to pull that one out. Of yeah, me. I know. <laughs> Drago is my lock of the week. All right, folks. Got a quick reminder: this episode brought to you by Nebraska Brewing Company. Yeah. First, cl- first class in every glass. Yes, a sir. Bit of a tongue twister there. Yeah, it is. But uh, their beer but it's is. True. Yeah, it is very very <laughs> true. So let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk college baseball. The season is here. Yes, sir. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Yeah, bro. Oh, boy. All right, so we got through our UFC. Yeah. Okay, we got to finish strong here. We, we always will. do. NCAA baseball. The road to Omaha has begun. Yes, sir. America's pastime. This is probably our favorite sport, Andy, if we're talking mm-hmm. correctly. Just, you know, from our dad taking us to College World Series every oh, yeah. year down in all Omaha. The baseball camps and it, stuff. Yep, all yep. that stuff. So this begins June 3rd at 16 regional sites across the country with winners heading to the Super Regionals, mm-hmm. you know, the next round. Yep. And, yeah, that's what will determine the College World Series at Charles Schwab Field here in Omaha. All right, and you kind of got your eye on about four or five regionals yeah. that we kind of yep. want to run through I here. I got five regionals that, you know, are kind of, you know, big, heavy fan hitters that I think that mostly the, you know, the guy that's headlining this regional mm-hmm. is going to come out of the, the at, least, at least the regional, maybe not the super regional. He might sound a little bit like a chalk dunk early <clears throat> yeah, on here. no doubt. All right, well, let's dive into the first one you're looking okay, at. Okay, I'm definitely looking at the Texas Longhorns. Uh-huh. It's It shouldn't be a surprise that the preseason number one team in the nation, it will be hosting a yeah. regional in Austin. Uh, the Longhorn season wasn't always smooth sailing. They lost a couple guys to injuries, uh, mm-hmm. but... 
make no mistake that Texas is one of the most well-rounded teams. Uh, they are. You know, uh, yeah. they finished third in batting average, six in home runs, and they got a couple really, really good pitchers. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely one of the best teams in the nation, and uh, I can see why. Yeah, well, they they got the bats, and like you said, the home run hitters to where they're always in the game. Yep. Even if their pitching slips up and yep. a team can get into the bullpen or, or you can face that third or fourth yep. starter, like you're going to see in the tournament, Texas still has the firepower to overcome that. I mean, you always see this in the College World Series. You know, you, you go and catch mm-hmm. a couple games. It seems like the it's either the team that has the most pitchers or en- yeah. enough pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Or enough Gritty pitchers. pitchers. Gritty that pitchers can, that yeah. can really work well yeah. together. And then if your bats are going as well, you know, that's what's going on. Uh, Texas has preserved, uh, you know, preserved and still has enough to, uh, weapons to compete for this national title. So I see them coming out of this regional, especially against Louisiana Tech, Dallas mm-hmm. Baptist, and Air Force. Uh, you know, nothing against these teams, but uh, at Texas at minus 155 to come out of this regional, I really think it's really good value, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's more than likely going to happen. Yeah, I'd much rather bet <laughs> the Longhorns, yeah. horns down, uh, but horns up in this case yeah. at that minus 155 than like an Air Force on a flyer at plus 1,200. Yeah. I feel like I'm giving it away at that point. <clears throat> I, I, I like Dallas uh, Baptist. I really do. Yeah. But just... Come on, you're, you're going up against Longhorns in a favorable position. Also, Longhorns just kind of tripped up. They didn't even win the Big 12 exactly. championship, so they got a little bit They're of a on chip. notice. Yeah, they got a chip on the shoulder. They know they can be beat. That might be a good thing. We've seen that before. Yep. And they're putting a, you know, like we talked about, a favorable regional here. Well, I'm just saying these teams that are coming into Austin are going to have some crowds on their hand, too. Mm-hmm. You know those oh, guys, yeah. you know, those people, yep. people down in uh, Texas are going to get behind their boys, and I don't know how well... Dallas Baptist, Louisiana Tech, and Air Force travel during baseball season. Hey, and we know firsthand that Texas fans travel to Omaha. Yeah, they'll come uh, to Nebraska to yes, hammer us. Yes, yes, yes. And, so. and, and it's fun. It's a, it's a good crowd. It's always fun. Uh, they they can give it to you, but they can... They can <laughs> but it's Texas. Yeah. You, know, you know half the people hey, hate them, half the people love them. They're, they're I, the New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually appreciate that about the Longhorns. I hate the Longhorns, don't get me no wrong, doubt but, about it. but their fan base owns it. Mm-hmm. They know who they are. They know what they are, and yep. and I, I tip my cap to that. I, I really do. So no doubt about and it. And they travel well, so you got to respect that. And no I'll doubt. tell you what: every single sports bar owner in Omaha loves, loves the it. Longhorns. No doubt about it. <laughs> in June, no doubt. Yep. I'm going to give you another one that the Omaha people love to kind of hate, or you know, love to see there. At uh-huh. least is North Carolina. Yeah. North, North Carolina's regional. They're in Chapel Hill. Uh, they're one. They're the Probably hottest team in college baseball right now, Andy. Winning mm-hmm. 15 of their last 17 games, including the ACC championship. Yeah, North Carolina will be looking to win its first national championship despite 11 trips to I was Omaha. Say, I mean, they they had a run just a couple years ago where they're here every year. Like every yeah. T-shirt I bought had the Tar Heels on. No it, doubt you about know, it. Downtown. Uh, so you know, you know that they're hungry. You know that they're the hottest team in baseball right now. They do got a couple bigger names in their regional with Georgia, VCU, and Hofstra. Yeah, you know that that's those tricky. Th- those are all those are all names that you always hear uh, in the round of 64 at least. 
So, but here's here's something. Yeah, North Carolina is going in one direction, like you're saying. Exactly. You win in 15 in the last 17. Yep. Georgia's kind of they got a great RPI. They have some quality wins, obviously no from the SEC. But they kind of went the other way. They fizzled out a little bit yeah. at the end of the year. And that's what this tournament's about: is who's hot, whose pitching's on point, whose yep. bats are rolling. And you can say all those things with North Carolina. I don't know if you can say the same for the other teams in this regional. Exactly. No, you hit the nail on the head there, Andy. Um, and the other thing with North Carolina is their bullpen mm-hmm. has been so solid, shutting down Florida State in the regular season, which is an, another team in the yeah. you know in contention, yep. and NC State in the ACC championship. Uh, like we said, this is the hottest team in baseball heading into postseason, and this tournament's so much fun. All and, these all these conference bet champions accordingly, <laughs> a bet accordingly. North Carolina is just so good odds right now. They're at a minus one fifteen. I think they're the hottest team in baseball. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're going to walk through all these guys and minus one fifteen. Hey man, easy money. Odds wise, that's better than betting Texas at minus one. No doubt about so it. So I like that one a lot. All right, now where are we moving to? Let's move to Big Ten country. Well, it's kind of Big Ten country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking College Park. Okay, uh, okay. Maryland Terrapins, winners of the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten championship. Mm. They're hosting. They're one of these few that are hosting a regional, and they are not picked to win the regional. Yeah. So I mean, that's interesting in itself. You yeah. know, I love the plus money, but they are going up against a couple powers here out of yeah. the ACC. Wake Forest. Yeah. They're the favorite at minus one hundred five. It's not a. Strong. <laughs> it's not a strong one of five, but yeah, but, yeah. No, and uh, you know, in, in Maryland being an old ACC foe with Wake Forest, I kind of think that adds some intrigue to this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think Maryland is a very, very good team, but just the way that they played at home. Uh, keep an eye on the total for you know the Maryland Regional because the Terrapins have scored a bulk of their runs this season on the road, carrying one of the lowest park factor numbers at Shipley Field there in College Park. So they don't play a lot at home, but I did check on Facebook mm-hmm. because you know our family out in Maryland. Yeah, we got a lot of family. We out got there. a lot of family out yep. there, and they're sharing that they have already uh, sold, sold out, out the sold out the nice. stadium there at Shipley nice. uh, Shipley Field. So I do think that the Terrapins are going to have some uh, really good fans behind them, but I do not see them coming out of this. I'm sad to say I do like Wake Forest. You like Wake Forest? I like Wake Forest to win this regional. Probably not go much further than that, but I do think they'll win this. Um, I just don't think Maryland has what it takes yeah. to get over the hump. You know, and, and we kind of had this, I feel like Maryland and Nebraska on this front and this front alone yeah. kind of has the same sentiment towards the Big Ten, thinking, man, we were rolling with ACC baseball, yeah. you know, and that's a high-level, high-octane competitive league. We were the same in the Big 12. Yeah. I uh, had some just terrific teams with Van Horn, who, yep. you know, went on to Arkansas as alma mater, and some great teams with Mike Anderson as no well. No doubt. <laughs> and then we moved to the Big Ten, it's like, uh, you know, we didn't you dominate. That. Yeah, yeah. You, but you also miss just the the excitement around it. Like when Texas and Nebraska played in baseball, no it, doubt it drew a crowd. It grew national interest. Same with like a Texas Tech or an Oklahoma. It's just not there. It's in, not. in Big Ten baseball. Exactly. I like, I like another ACC okay. former team, UConn. I like Connecticut here. Heck yeah. And the odds are freaking awesome. Plus 400 right now. (laughs) Okay. 450 in some books just to get out of their regional. Yeah. So you don't need to look further than that. Just win the regional. Just win the regional. And uh, I feel like the Big Ten might have been weaker, if you can say that. Exactly. uh, In years past, and I know Maryland won it, and deservedly so. But okay, we're already saying... 
Yeah. You don't put a lot of stock in the Terrapins here. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, I don't hate your pick with Wake Forest. Yeah. I just like what UConn's doing here. They dominated the Big East. Yeah. 46 wins on the season. Wow. And a team batting average of over 300. Yeah. They also averaged eight runs a game. So I like how UConn is yep. playing. I like how they're playing at the end of the season. Uh, I just feel like this is also they're not their fan base can travel. Yeah, it's not that far away. Yep, they can get there. I feel like UConn's a sneaky pick in this well, position. You, you, you just like it because it, this this regional is wide open. Mm-hmm. It is wide open. Uh, Maryland, you know, coming off exiting the tournament with two consecutive losses against Michigan and Indiana. Plus, Maryland is known as just a power-hitting team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if they can't get those bats going, yep. it might get in trouble for them. And, you know, Wake Forest, very good team, very good team. But they are. They, they, they get are. put up on the pedestal for being an ACC right. baseball team. So Exactly what we're talking about. Exactly what we're talking yeah. about. So And the Big East no, doesn't have that cachet. Exactly. So uh, I like... I do like the sneaky pick of the UConn. I'm still gonna, you know, go with the Deacons there, but uh that is that I get is, what you're saying. That is straight up you know how I don't get out of hand with my bets. You're right. You know, I never go too far one way or the other. <laughs> I just love that plus four fifty. Yeah. Where Connecticut's at, how they're playing, and obviously even the odds makers aren't that high on Wake Forest right now. No no you know no. or or Maryland. So I of feel course. like okay, if I'm looking at a wide open regional, you know, who's had the most consistent team? Yeah. Who doesn't? Who has some favorable matchups? I feel like that's here with UConn for sure. You know, so I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the Huskies. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's turn our attention to the biggest fan base in college baseball. <laughs> I'm talking about the LSU Tigers traveling to Hattiesburg yes. Regional. Yes, with the uh, Southern Miss Golden Eagles as the mm-hmm. host site. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody travels. Like the Tigers. No, and we can attest to that. And we can. It's I mean, a lot of purple and gold in Omaha. Two weeks full yeah, of yeah. it. Two yeah. weeks full of it. Obviously, Southern Miss is not the favorite to win this regional. Um, LSU sitting there at a minus 125. Um, Southern missing. They're not huge dogs, though. Plus no. 120, they're not huge dogs either. They're not either. huge dogs. Okay, so, so they're giving them the credit. They're they giving are. them their due. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, you see a lot of people out there straight up betting futures for LSU to take the whole thing down. No doubt. And... You know, with their history, how they've been rolling through the SEC. Yep. You know that you can you can listen to that argument. You it's can not listen to line. it, and it's not out of line. But you, like we said, a lot of those bettings are overinflated because of how yeah. much oh, yeah. LSU people love baseball. So it's L- like it's hard to look at that number and not be a little bit skewed because you know that right. everybody that's traveling to Omaha from uh-huh. LSU uh-huh. is betting them to win because why wouldn't you? And now you can. It's legal and in Nebraska. Yeah, come on down. <laughs> but no, like you said, Andy, I really do like this. I do like the Southern Miss plus 120. They're hosting the regional. They are. They're hosting the regional. Southern Miss is built on a pitching staff which ranks second only to Tennessee, mm-hmm. which is the overall oh, yeah. favorite to win so the whole thing. They've been able it, to do. It finished the season with the second best staff in ERA and had the best mm-hmm. team strikeouts to walk ratio in wow. the entire nation. So wow. if these guys get on a roll and just shut down LSU, I think they roll through this regional with ease. If they can do that, which is going to be a tall task. Ooh, you're saying just get by LSU. That's just get saying? by LSU. <laughs> LSU. Uh, overall, Southern Miss is a very deserving program, but yeah, yeah. I have doubts about the title hopes. Mm-hmm. But you like them out of this regional, though. I huh? like them out of this regional. Okay, well, I, I mean, other than it's just the LSU Tigers, yep. man, and they just—it's like they have this a road just set up for them, <laughs> no doubt, to Omaha it, every year. Uh, not every year, you know, but, li- but still. And, 
I would love to see him there. I just don't think that it's this year for him. Okay. So you like the home the home dogs in yep. this one taking that plus money. I like the plus money. <laughs> I'm gonna put this one on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> oh shut up. You can tell everybody yeah, you're yeah, taking yeah. LSU. Yeah. All you right. can sound smart next week. Yeah, and well, and I mean if I'm a bar owner for <clears throat> sure, yeah, give me the tigers. Yeah, give me the tigers. <laughs> All right, so now we're heading off to Gainesville, right? Yep. Get the swamp chomp ready. Uh, I, I think we might butt heads on this one too. Yeah. I, what do you like? I, I well, I like Florida. Florida okay. has been my other baseball team my whole entire life, besides the Huskers. Uh-huh. Uh, well, like I said, when Dad used to take us College World Series, he'd always yep. get me a yep. Florida Gators hat, a Florida Gators jersey, all that stuff. So I've been rocking with Florida since I was a little kid. And if they're favored in a regional in Gainesville, I'm taking them. I, and another thing that I really don't like about this regional, Andy, the Sooners, because I hate the Sooners. Ah, so. this way you're wrong, Mox. Yep, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm taking Oklahoma. Yep. I love the plus two ten. They just knocked off Texas in the Big Twelve tournament. Yep. Won the tournament, and this is a team that had a lot of preseason hype, like Nebraska. No, sh- and yep. at the beginning they they kind of floundered around. Their yep. bats were cold. Pitching wasn't on point. But the way they finished the season yeah. on this hot streak, their bats have come to life. They are hot, yep. and they just flex that pitching staff, especially against Texas. I think they threw their fourth or fifth arm yeah. on that championship they game. They did and dominate. So I mean, and that's what isn't that what it takes it to, does. to to win these regionals to to continue it, deep pitching staffs. And that's what Oklahoma has, and now their bats have finally come to life. I feel like they're riding this wave, and they can roll over the Gators just fine. We'll see. I mean, okay. SEC, Big 12 baseball, I love this matchup. Yeah, no, it's a great matchup. And just to you know, counterattack you there, uh, Florida is you know, one of those teams that benefited greatly from the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the Gators made a run they made the, the championship. They made a they run had... to the SEC championship before losing to Tennessee. They made Tennessee sweat too. Number one Tennessee, but they raised their RPI by ten points in the process of getting to that championship God, that's game. Such a SEC. <laughs> <laughs> What's gotten Gators to this point, and what could propel them even further, is the amount of pop they got through their lineup. Mm-hmm. And don't sleep on the Gators. They may they may have got hot at the right time, oh, and it's the... when they get and when when they win this regional, Andy. I'm going to be picking them to win. Because you can't beat a good team twice, and Tennessee, watch your back. Okay. Well, Florida's the favorite here. They're minus 120. Yep. Okay. Oklahoma's at plus 210. Then you got Liberty at plus 300. Central Michigan rounding it out at yep. plus 800. I like the dog here, the the two seed in this regional as far as that goes with Oklahoma. And it's that's also fun where we have two really hot teams from of two course. different conference baseball conferences uh, in this uh, matchup here, Florida versus Oklahoma. I'm it's, going Boomer sooner. There I just, you go. And just watching them knock off Texas in that fashion, yeah. really showing you how deep their uh, pitching staff was, that's kind of where I'm hanging my hat right here. So I'm going Boomer sooner, plus 210. Okay. I like. I mean, I don't like that one, obviously, right, right. but it, it is, it's going to be one of the best matchups of the entire weekend because of yeah, that. It's going to be fun. SEC. Oh yeah, uh, Big Twelve baseball, you know, rivalry there. So I'm not uh, calling you crazy for picking Florida. Okay, <laughs> of course I'm not. not. Calling you <laughs> can't. You can't. Uh, you can call me crazy for a lot of stuff, but not for that one. Um, Andy, 
after talking about these five regionals, let, can you kind of navigate us through a couple of the other regionals where you see some good value and maybe an underdog or two? And, you know, kind of, well, where, yeah, where, where you know, can I play some of that fluff money at? You know, I talked about UConn earlier. Yeah. I really like them coming out of College Park. You know, I just, I'm not scared of those teams. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about Notre Dame to win Statesboro yeah. Regional. They're at plus 145. You know, and and they're having a really nice run right now. Uh, their team has a batting average of nearly 300, 298. Yep. They average about eight runs a game as yeah. well. They just got to get by Texas Tech, and Texas Tech is always last decade or so a pretty good pick, right? No in doubt. In June, I no mean, they doubt are. About it. Uh, but they haven't burned through the Big 12 like in years past. Yep. They, they got their blemishes as well. So I think Notre Dame is a place there where you're looking for value yeah. coming out of the regional. That's a, a good place, a good place to look. No, yeah, no you know? doubt about it. And everybody's plus money in that regional, Andy, because of that point. But it's still a very good value bet at plus 120. So I really like that one. This is the one you might call me crazy for, Andy. Because okay. right, I'm about it. to get people pissed at me. Maybe not pissed <laughs> at me, but I I really like Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. One the, they're one of the best teams in baseball. They've year been in, Omaha. They've been out. Omaha. They've won some championships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only problem is they're in Oregon State's regional. Oh man, they got to travel all the way across the nation. Yep. I and, think that's a real thing. And the in travel and the Beavers are you know the number two rated team in the entire mm-hmm. NCAA right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I just, when I'm looking through these, Andy, I'm looking for pred- pedigree. I'm looking for coaching. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking for you know a team that's been there before that can upset one of these teams. And I really think that Vanderbilt at a plus 180 going out to Oregon is okay. a very good spot Plenty. to throw some money at because – they just have that pedigree of being one of the best teams in baseball. And that plus 1A, that must just be the regional bet. Regional. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, you know, I uh, that's that's not a bad – It's I yeah. don't feel like it's ever bad money throwing it on an SEC team. I'll give that conference their due, okay? <laughs> yeah. And Vanderbilt, I, I don't like the travel. However, I mean, yeah. stranger things have happened, right? Yep. And, and you mentioned your reasons why here. How about this? I mean, if you want to get out on a branch a little bit, I'm yeah. going to piggyback on a lot of things you said earlier. Yeah. This is a future bet. North Carolina, the Tar Heels taking it all down at plus 3,500. It's, it's one of the best bets that you can make right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not joking to anybody. This is literally one of the best bets that you can take right now. It is. And, you know, a lot Odds of stuff, a lot of stuff have to, has to happen for you to win the College World Series. Right. But this is the hottest team. 15 out of less, less 17 games, mm-hmm. taking down the ACC tournament, yep. which we're just saying is one of the best in college baseball. This is insane. The they're the number three team in the nation, according to RPI, but they're getting these type of odds. Exactly. This is crazy. Yeah. And this is a spot here where I'm, if I'm going to get a little frisky yep. heading into the College World Series, here's here's a great spot to do. So North Carolina plus 3,500, unbelievable. Yeah. Nope. I think that is a very good I think that's a very good bet, Andy. Uh, one of the other ones for just a regional that I kind of want to backtrack to is sitting there at is Arkansas at plus one twenty. Arkansas. They're traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma State. Okay. Okay. And they are. Man, I, I just can't pick Arkansas to lose. I don't know yeah. why. Um, Van Horn. Van Horn, probably. Um, once again, it's SEC. It's Big Twelve, and Nebraska used to be a part of that. Now yeah. it's now it's a mute point. Yeah. You know, like, God, we used to be there. 
<laughs> yeah, it, the whole thing is Oklahoma State's kind of left a little bad taste in my mouth getting swept by Texas, mm-hmm. uh, Texas Tech. Um, I just I, I know that they're an elite defensive team. I just like the way that Arkansas plays baseball. Again, I'm looking for pedigree. I'm looking for all this other things. And I don't think Oklahoma State has it to make it out of mm-hmm. that regional against Arkansas. And Arkansas sitting there at a plus one twenty to make it out of that regional. I just think it's yeah, yeah. really good value and okay. um, a really good play there. All right, I'm going to throw one at you, one more here, yeah. just completely out of left field. <laughs> See what you think. You can tear me apart for this okay. one, but once again, it's out of that that regional that we feel is wide open. Texas State. Texas State. Right, uh, the you, word's Texas in it, right? Yeah, we we know they're. <laughs> I mean, I, I why not? I mean, a lot, I've seen a lot of sharps yeah. kind of talk about Texas State, and anyone that wants to talk about Stanford, they always start their conversation with if if they can get by Texas if State, if they can beat Texas State, okay. they're going to win it. Well, why not go the other way at plus three forty just that, to get out of the region? So good, that's so good a value. And uh, I've seen some books, Andy, where this is getting to plus three seventy five, plus four hundred. Wow! So if wow. you can, it, why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you just sprinkle a little bit on there? Put a ten dollar bet on it. Put a twenty five dollar bet on it. Uh, t- Texas State. They, you know, they're obviously 45 they're not- they forty five and twelve, and uh, like we're saying, they're not in the SEC. Exactly. They're not in the Big Twelve. They're not an ACC team, but they've still played a lot of really good teams. Exactly. And you know that Stanford's going to walk on that baseball diamond, thinking that these are all fluff teams, like any baseball team would that is not playing in a Big 12 and ACC or an SEC school. They just think that these guys are pushovers, yep. and I really like it. If you oh, can get man. this upwards of plus 400, jump on it. Dive, in, dive into the numbers, though. Or dive into their layout. They're not in the Big 12 or the SEC, but yeah. here we go. They split a two-game series with Texas. Yeah. They took two out of three from Arizona, Okay, and they swept Ohio State. Not that Ohio State's a perennial powerhouse, but they've had some pretty good teams yeah. recently coming out of the Big Ten, and Texas State freaking swept them. Well, you just told me that they split with Texas, right? Yeah. The third-best so. odds to win the whole tournament, so yep. I, th- I think that's... So it's not out of line to think they can get by Stanford. Right. Okay. And then Stanford's right there as well, obviously, is one of the you know top favorites, but how couldn't you with the record that they have and all that? But mm-hmm. they haven't showed me as I mean, even obviously even with the you know, the way that these are these lines are set here that Stanford hasn't shown in the regional sense as much as that a yeah. lot of other teams have. Oh man, Stanford's a tough one because they're on a sixteen game winning streak. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um but yeah, I, like no one's talking about them. Uh, and they're just not getting the love right now. And uh, even here, I'm throwing a little shade talking about Texas State. Yeah, you know? well, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I mean, okay, you have Tennessee in mm-hmm. their regional. They are minus 1,200 to win their regional. That's why we didn't talk about it, folks, is there's no value th- no. There's no value there nope. unless you were going to go with a Phenomenal cam- season. Exactly. Love what they've done. But you, there's, no, there's, no, yeah. there's, there's no value in taking them minus 1,200. Um, but when you go to the second – place team and the whole entire thing well, or third or fourth or whatever Stanford is mm-hmm. they're only at a minus 280 so yeah, that's, yeah that that's, shows you that's not <laughs> that that shows you that that's you know if, you, if you're a Stanford guy obviously that's good value and you can throw some money on that but I'm looking at a I'm looking at an upset here yeah and no one would be surprised from that upset either and that's also why their futures is one of the better odds right now Stanford at plus 1200 yeah. to take it all down because yeah. A lot of folks don't even have them getting out of their own regional. Exactly. And that's just the way it is. Yep. You know, so that, I agree. That's where it is. Anything else, Gerard? Yeah, no, I just wanted to talk. Like, you got me in in the mind of thinking about 
<laughs> taking down the whole tournament. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and right Here now, the SEC champion, Tennessee Volunteers, are at a favorite plus 250 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. That's where we're kind of looking. The Vols are 53 and 7. Best team in the nation. Unbelievable what uh, they've done, wire to wire. Just smoking everybody. Yeah. So I I think that is rated well, that plus 250. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good bet. Um, but where I'm really looking, where I'm really looking at value here, Andy, is oh, man, I really like that Tar Heel bet. I really ah. like that Tar Heel bet at plus <laughs> 3,500. I didn't mean uh, to steal your thunder. No, with a lot that of one. money. A lot of money's going yeah. on that one. A lot yeah. of money's going on that one. But I'm going even further down the list. I've already gave them the props. Florida at plus <laughs> 4,000. Plus 4,000. No. This is one of the hottest teams in baseball. Like I said, they had the Volunteers sweating. They, I know that they can beat them. I yeah, know yeah. that they can beat anybody on this list. Will they? I don't know. But That's plus four hundred value. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some money on that as well. Plus four thousand if we're talking futures. Yep. So yeah, that's that's not a bad bet, especially if we're talking about North Carolina. I mean, that's that's yep. what futures are all about. A lot of fun. Then you kind of got a, a dark horse to root for. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So, all right. So where else can folks get a hold of WTL and follow along? Get our weekly picks. Obviously, we're always putting stuff on uh, YouTube. We got TikTok. Mm-hmm. We got Twitter. All. Every day we're putting out picks, and you know we're cashing in. So if you no guys doubt. want to cash in with us, definitely follow us on all those platforms. Like I said, we got all of our videos up on YouTube. Every pod is going to be on YouTube now, um, and you know we do have the really yep. nice sounding voice, but we're pretty Ooh, guys too. Yeah. So and we're starting to do a little bit. We're dabbling in uh, YouTube Shorts. <laughs> yeah, so no if, doubt. You know, and obviously we're doing the full feature length on YouTube as well. So yeah. big thanks to this week's sponsor, Nebraska Brew. Company world class in every glass. No doubt about it. All right, folks. My name is Andy Class and joined by Jabron, Jabron. the Parlay Pounder. Yeah. This is WTL. Thanks for listening. <laughs>